Hi, everybody. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Paranormal Reservation. We're, like I said, we're, we split up from Destination Reservation, and we started our own thing, myself and Daniel, and we'll be telling some more, come back to routine of telling stories again. Yeah, we ain't a part of it. I mean, yeah, a lot of you guys were really bummed out and kind of uh, hurt, got hurt because we uh, part ways or we ended Destination Reservation. Uh, we're not again. We're not gonna go into specific reason on why we separated the two. We just uh, went our own separate ways. Uh, like I said before on other social media, that Timmy was doing his own thing. Uh, he has his own podcast going, and he's keeping Destination Reservation. But I know one of it is gonna have to do with like the crime, mysterious crimes, and one has to do with sports. And I don't think he's doing anything with paranormal stuff. So. With that, we have a special guest for you. Yeah, special guest for you. This is our Daily Uncle. Yeah, Uncle Dino! <laughs> Everyone's been asking all the stories that we told. We always mentioned Tino, whatever. I was like, who's this Tino? When are we going to finally meet him? And this lady's like, I want to see, send him a picture. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I got this one voice recording, this one chick. Send me a I was just gonna be hard to Who's Uncle <laughs> Tino? Tino, I want to meet him. <laughs> yeah. Dude, man, you have a couple of fans out there that's been wanting to hear your sexy voice. Not your scary voice, your sexy voice. Yeah. They want to hear your deadly uncle voice. <laughs> Is that the champest uncle? <laughs> Come on, Tino. Listeners, they're listening. You want to say something? Oh, hello. Oh, see, that's the... Just you know, a couple just, words. Just, just by you saying that, some lady out there, pants just fell. <laughs> They're just melting like butter right now for Tino. Just said, Hello, <laughs> the button came on loose and just dropped like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's blushing. <laughs> he's all red right now. He's just all red. He's acting somehow. <laughs> but no, we've. Uh, Daniel finally got talked to Tino, got him to come on board, so he'll be our special guest. Hopefully, he'll be continuing on in the near future too. Uh, he's been doing this job for a long time, and he got a bunch of stories. I remember when I first started, he was telling me all the stories, and kind of want to work here by by then, but no, I stuck with it, man. And I experienced some of the stories he told. Shit. I witnessed it and heard it and seen it. He was the main one that always told me, Daniel said, nothing ever happens unless you two are together. Oh, and they separate the both of you. When, whenever you two guys are together, stuff happens. But then he'll get excited and he'll get a big old horse, horse schlong comes out and says, yes, let's go look for some ghosts. <laughs> Huntino. Not that way, but, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we worked a long time together. So, yeah, we've we seen everything, man. All the good stuff, all the bad stuff, all the crazy things. Sometimes the nasty things. Yeah, but we're not here to talk about the nasty stuff. Yeah, we're, we're all about the ghost stories. We're not here to talk about that nasty stuff. Not that ooey stuff. Should we just All the stuff that we should talk about on Destination Reservation, Tino was always involved. Yeah, every he was story always that, there. Every story we brought up or we talked about, he was there. It's just that he didn't, we didn't have him come on the show yet. But now he's finally here. You want to tell a story, Tino? Mm, 
Yeah, any good stories or you want us to keep on going and we'll get to the stories? Or just want to warm up, warm up everybody for you? Want us to stay the pot real quick? Want us to put some fire in the stove and get it warm first? So doing this job for years and years, what would be the craziest call or craziest thing you've seen that freaked you out? Shadow person that approached Barry. Damn, it's got the chills. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That yeah. Barry didn't see that shadow person until it was real close for him. And there was a light there that lit up the whole area. And it stood there for a while and it surprised him. Yeah, that's, that's what I told Tino and Daniel. They're, because. Whenever we park, we always form a triangle with our vehicles. And I just told him, hey, I'm going to go sit on the hood of my car. I sat down and I leaned, leaned back on the windshield. And I saw uh, Tino say something. I opened my eyes and I saw something black, a dark figure leaning over me. I would have never probably, I probably would have never seen it. My soul I probably would have been washed out for me <laughs> if Tina wouldn't have said nothing. Well, I remember you jumping up and taking off after it. You hear that? Taking off after it. Who else would take off after a shadow person? <laughs> Nobody else but Barry would. Yeah. Oh. Too bad I ran through the chain link fence. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only thing that stopped me. <laughs> Could run through the chain link fence too. <laughs> and I, I'm kind of like in extra fluffy in the midsection, so I couldn't jump a ten foot fence <laughs> anymore. <laughs> not, not anymore. Probably good. Twelve years ago. That was weird because we all of us seen it at the same time. But that's not the first time. That's not the first time that we've seen that, or I've you seen me playing with that too. Okay. <laughs> not like that. <laughs> But, shoot that. I remember this one time, we're same spot. We're parked up there. We always go there after midnight or around midnight. We stay there until what, the sun starts coming up. And uh, you guys were looking one direction. I was looking the other way. And you guys kept on saying, why do you keep on leaning? And I said, because that thing keeps on looking at me. <laughs> I can't remember that. It was behind the old shed or whatever. Yeah, security shed. Security shed, yeah. And I seen something black looking out, and I turned my head too, peek my. Head. <laughs> yeah, a lot of crazy stuff happened up in Forestry. Like I said, most of our experience, whatever, always happens up at Forestry. See what happened at Forestry. Goat man, Bigfoot. Shoot, remember all those crazy howls we used to hear? Yeah. Well, like, more like a howl kind of screaming. Uh, yeah. Some of you heard my that that recording I did with those coyotes. It was nothing like that. And this thing was really. It will start off in the distance and get closer. What about were, were you there whenever that person just walked out of nowhere, up at Forshee wearing that um that wildland gear? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was like walk after midnight. Kicking back after the middle up in forestry. Then where he walked from, it was gated off. 
I mean, if he would have jumped that fence or he would have bothered that fence, he would have heard it. But we hear nothing. He just walks out of nowhere. Tall guy. Yep. Wearing forcer gear. Got that yellow shirt on. Green pants. Walks out of nowhere. Looks at us. Then keeps on walking down the road. It was midnight. And it was during the winter time. There was no fire calls whatsoever, man. Yep. <laughs> Shay wasn't wearing no jacket neither. And we were standing there all bundled up. Mm-hmm. Have you guys heard stories about that playground off that first street, how it's haunted? Yeah. Where they said... Uh, where the hot shots used to train? Yeah, where they used yeah. to train at. Where they said just people passed away up there. Yeah. Have you guys had any experience or stories about that? I remember driving by after when I first started. Sorry, my little boy's kind of excited right now in the other room. For those of you that's wondering who's who's yelling, <laughs> but yeah, after I first started working there and we started hanging up at Forestry, and you guys told me about some of the stuff that happened there because like I moved away for years and I finally moved back and. We all started working together, and I remember one night we were leaving, and I just, for some reason, I don't know why, I, I always do this, I turn my spotlight on to that house, and I saw something standing there looking at me, I was like, nope. Oh, that abandoned place? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I just kept on driving, said, nope, I'm not stopping, pass out. I'm always the last one, too, so. <laughs> <laughs> stories at that playground? Mm, nothing really, just crying and people yelling around there, but we had never really gone out there to check it out. Um, most of the time, there's just fear, but we did hear like a female crying in the area, but we never really found it. We checked the area, but never found anything. When you said that, the story popped in my head. Uh, years back, there's a job security that was uh, working, and he gets dispatch up there because people were calling in saying that there's a female crying out towards the playground at Forestry. So I know he just started not too long ago. So he takes off up there, and he gives me a call. He goes, hey, can you meet me out here? I go, why? He goes, Oh, just help me look for this lady crying. I go, no, I don't really want to go up there. <laughs> and it was after midnight. He goes, yeah, come and help me. I can't seem to locate her. I can hear her crying, but I can't locate her. I go, dang, that's okay. So I take off up there. And he's part rising enter into that, uh, like you pass that build, abandoned building. And you hit the runway. He's yeah. parked right there. He's standing off of this unit. And I get off too. And I actually heard her. I heard a girl cry. And I stopped. That freaked me out. And I started listening to where it's coming from. It was coming from the direction of the playground area. He goes, yeah. He goes, it's right there. She's right there. I said, I said, do you see her or what? He goes, yeah. I seen her. I flashed my light at her. And she's standing right there. She's wearing like a gray shirt. And I thought, I don't think she's real, man. I, said, I heard stories of this place. He goes, no, she was waving at me and crying. And so we walked to the edge and he shined his flashlight again. We didn't see anybody, but we could hear her crying still. 
ていうのさあんまり若すぎに若い奴に治らない子供みたいで、そうだけどゴブレディ。He goes, why am I somebody crying? I said, I, I, said, I, know, I, I know you want to go and check. I said, I know you've been seeing somebody. I said, trust me. I said, this person is not real. I said, there's people that told me stories. I heard stories about it. About a lady or a girl that cries up here, especially during the winter time. I go, why do you think you can't see her now? And he stopped and thought about it. He goes, but she was waving at me. I go, yeah. I said, you probably see like her wandering soul. I said, from what I was told, I said, that's where she passed away at. I said, you probably like seen her wandering soul. I said, you actually see her like really good vision of her? He goes, no, it's kind of like at a distance and it was blurry. I didn't really see me, but I knew it was a female. I go, I go, I, go, I can drive you that way. I said, but I said, I'm not getting off, man. I said, I drive halfway. I said, you can go the rest of the way. He goes, okay, yeah, go ahead, show me the way. <laughs> so I went down the runway and found that road that connects to it. I drove halfway and I was like, okay, go ahead, man. Drive all the way. I said, I'm not going over there. He's like, that scared? I go, no. I said, not this scared. I said, I just don't want to see it. I said, I've done this for so long. I said, I just didn't want to see what it was out there. He's okay. So he takes off over there and he's, he's out there looking around. <clears throat> he comes back. He goes, yeah, I can't find her. He goes, I stopped crying. I go, yeah. I said, next I don't come by yourself, man. I said, just park at a distance. I said, you know she's not real. I said, I'm telling you this because from what I heard, all stories I hear, and still to this day, I know that some people call in from the surrounding communities that a girl still cries up there at night. I go, yeah, I don't go up there. Uh-uh. Nope. I was like, I got nobody to go up there with anyways. Go. My boss, he was on day shift. We just stays in the light. We got somebody who went to SRO that wants to play with little kids instead. <laughs> so I'm by myself at night, man. <laughs> Dude, that don't sound right. <laughs> hey, but I, I do come out in the summertime and play. Because remember, we parked at the end of the runway. With me, you, uh, Patrice. Remember, that thing was just walk, running around oh, us. Oh, yeah. Timmy was there. Yeah, Timmy. Remember he freaked out on that? Yeah. Yeah, he freaked out. We were at the end of the runway. And it was just completely pitch black. And we heard something to the right of us. We heard it, but we were paying attention to it. Then later on, it felt like something was running around us. Now, yeah. first remember, start off with the light that we saw in the distance. Oh, yeah, by the water tank. Yeah. Uh-huh. We saw a light in the distance. And next you know, not even, what, not even, minutes. Yeah, not even. Two, a couple, a couple minutes say, later. Two minutes the most? But something sure hauled ass toward us and started running around us and running in the dark. And we were shining our lights everywhere. We lit up the whole spot. Yeah. I know Timmy got scared, but he wouldn't admit it. Yeah. You could tell by his expression that he was freaked out. He's like, damn, Barry's walking up by himself, too. <laughs> <laughs> but shit, I'm not scared. I remember us being up there and some dude growled us. Yeah. Remember, that, remember years back where a female officer took off from us? I know, we just got left behind. <laughs> the only person with the gun that took off from us. <laughs> they were standing out there hiding in the truck. The only thing we had were flashlights. <laughs> <laughs> right, let's get back in the car real quick. Right, let's see what's going on. Both in their cars. And 
there's Willis taking out. Just, <laughs> I was like, dude, the only person that has a gun just left. Um, yeah, remember was us, us three, then that female officer too. Tino and the female officer were parked in vehicles side by side. Me standing right in the middle, talking with the, having talking about training. Oh yeah, training. Yeah. <laughs> then we're gonna go to church too. Yeah, for holy people. Yep. Nah. Shit, we heard that whatever it was been hitting um all those vehicles, the force vehicles up there. I heard dum dum. We got there, got quiet, and all we heard was. Something just scratching away. We looked around everywhere. <laughs> then finally, we looked down at the ground, seeing dogs running straight to us. <laughs> I still, still to this day, I feel sad for that little puppy man. <laughs> like, I want to know did it really survive or did it fucking get eaten by something that was chasing it? You know what that dog reminds me of? What's that? Remember Ernest? Ernest, Ernest P. Whirl? Oh, yeah. <laughs> this, that was a rim shot. <laughs> So everybody wants to know the the puppy that we're talking about. He looks like Rimshot from Ernest Goes Jill or Ernest Saves Christmas. <laughs> I just remember Tino taking off the female officer Daniel. I was the last one. That dog was standing there, like, please throw me in, please throw me in. <laughs> we didn't even think about grabbing the dog. We just left it. I love you can see his expression like fuck you man driving down <laughs> just stand here watching us all drive off you know he couldn't run by that small little feet man yeah you can tell by when they're all running you can tell it's running for its life with the small little feet just trying to keep it with all the big dogs shooting that I thought we were gonna get eaten for reals cause two of those dogs one was a German shepherd and he had a scared look on his face I remember uh we were taken back up there, and I think remember our coworker that was a heavy sleeper on top of the hood. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and something was yelling down at the airship, down at the end, and we just stood there listening out. <laughs> After a while, everybody else took off that way, and we got left behind with with the sleeper. With the sleeper. <laughs> uh, we want to leave him but we're like man what if we come back and he's not here <laughs> just like his duty gear and his shirt everything's all ripped off man torn to shreds yeah like we, we almost did huh yeah we almost left him sleeping and he was a heavy sleeper man i thought he was sleeping do anything shit remember that time we were parked up there and we heard something being dragged piece of metal and we thought that it was that thing from Silent Hill with the with the triangle hit. Hey man, that freaked me out, man. It did. All you heard was metal being dragged. <laughs> yeah, it was. First it was the bottom of the hill, and then next you know it was on the runway. And we we're trying to figure out how it got over the fence. To this day I always wonder about that goat man that we seen. I wouldn't believe it. It is a goat man, man. It was. Shit, that's right before I got there too, ain't it? Yeah, that's before I got there because you guys seen it. And you guys said it was by that smoke of the bear. <coughs> yeah. I want to say it's real. Well, it was, it was real. It jumped so high off the road. Shoot. 
Oh, that, that other that other morning, uh, working out in Bilas. It was a little after I think it was two or three in the morning. I'm not gonna say where I was sitting at, but I was sitting at a certain area. And yeah, I think I got my glasses, so I just rest my eyes. Then in the distance, I see something white in front of me. Kind of like maybe like 25, 30 feet in front of me. Yeah. Something white. I was like, oh, because I'm blind. So I was like, oh, it's probably somebody walking. So I put up my glasses. And this thing is walking in the trees. Well, not walking. All I see is gliding. Because you can't tell. Yeah. And I was looking at it like, what the hell? Like, actually, I, I got it on my Snapchat, but I forgot to save it on my Snapchat. I got it on my Snapchat. And I was like, hey, it's the Bilas Ghost. I put that on there. Yeah. If you watch my Snapchat, you can see it where it's just gliding, just a white figure gliding. And once it hits like a lighted area, it disappears. Yeah. It does. And I forgot to save it to my camera roll. Yeah. But I, I, I recorded that. And that ain't the first time I've seen that in Bilas. I want to say this is like my third or fourth time seeing it now. It's been coming out every winter. Dang. And after I recorded that, the night I went to sleep that morning after I got off work. And I woke up to just notifications through my Snapchat. Yeah. Everybody's asking me. They're freaking out on it. They're like, what is it? Yeah. Is it real? They're like, that's scary. How can you do that? They're like, how can you watch it? I just woke up to a lot of notifications like that, man. Speaking of bias, remember when we went to the school? Remember? Do you remember what that teacher looked like? Tall, bald. What else do you? Do you like tall and bald? <laughs> really? Yeah. That's what I remember. Yeah. Glasses, like a, kind of like a goat, uh, beard kind yeah, of. Yeah, like goatee beard or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, because I remember looking through the window at him. So, I've been telling all the teachers and the ones that, uh, that, that do work there have been working there since the school opened up. Yeah. And I told him said that we were up there doing security checks and we found the gate open and we start walking around to, to checking each building. And we found a couple of doors open. Then I told him said when we got to that classroom, we saw uh, lights are on in that classroom. Then we're standing there looking in and this old man comes walking out from the restroom or the closet area. And they asked me what he looked like. Then one of them tells me, hey, hold on, we got some old pictures. Said, let me show you a picture. They showed me a picture of a guy that used to work there. He was tall, skinny, but he had kind of like a golden brown hair still. No beard, no glasses. I bet you it looked like him. That sounds like him. It's not, it wasn't him. It wasn't him? Not from, not the... What I remember seeing in that classroom is not that same guy. Because huh. I told him, said, right before they showed me the picture, I said, uh, what did he look like to you? So I told him what he looked like. And then I said, that's not him. So they, they showed me the picture. I was like, no, that's not him. <laughs> so he's the only guy that works here. And I said, does he usually stay here on the weekends? No. He goes home. I said, does, has, it, has, has anybody ever said anything about him being here after midnight? No. So he was here Saturday night after midnight. 
They're like, what will he be doing there? So it's, but that's not him. <laughs> <laughs> they, you guys try to make contact with him? <laughs> we did. <laughs> so, he was in his classroom, stop, shuffling paper, and I'm standing there and look at Daniel and the other security guy, and said, I'm going to let him know we're here. <laughs> I tap on the window, tick, tick, tick. He looks over, not startled or nothing. He just calmly looks over, walks up to the glass. He's trying to look out through the window. So I grab my flashlight. I'm like, it's me, it's police, it's a police officer. <laughs> Shine the light on me, that shit at these guys. Hey, don't shine the light on me. <laughs> so I turn it off. And he goes to the door, sticks his head out. Can I help you guys? And I say, uh, police and security, we're here to check on the building. The gate was open. And he tells us, oh, I'm just getting ready for school tomorrow. So I said, ah, it's Saturday night after midnight. What are you doing here? So oh, I, I always do this. Uh, and we were freaked out. He left so quick after that. No name, nothing yet, huh? I got his name, but I can't. I, I threw away that paper. Oh. And there was... <clears throat> The only vehicles that were in the parking lot were school school vehicles, too. Yeah, but I didn't see any POV out there. I've been hearing stories about the school, though, in the area. Yeah. A lot of things happen out there, and they hear stuff, people walking around. Yep. Yep. I believe it. <laughs> it's my office. I believe it. Yep. <laughs> Not only that one, but the other one too. The academy in Bailey's. Does it work at both areas? Yeah. Shoot. Man, I hear stuff. Hear people talking that aren't there. Even the secretaries up at the elementary school up on top say, yeah, we hear people talking. Um, one of them said, yeah, I heard somebody talking in Apache too. <laughs> but they're the only ones inside the office. Uh, what else? But yeah, there's a. I, I, I say we should camp out out there. Uh, you don't want to be dragged off to Mount Turnbull to camp out there. <laughs> Remember, the wash is just right beside it. <laughs> should get taken to that portal that goes from Bigfoot dimension to ours. Oh, it will. I still want to find that portal. We should go right during the summer. Yeah. Camping trip. Go down to the river again. That is our backyard. Yep. Maybe you throw rocks at us again. We make your brother side by side. Yeah. Just that's where they just go towards that that road. Um, on the west side of Calva goes up. I'm, where the old helipad is, then oh, there's yeah. an old washed out road. I know that side by side would get through it like nothing. We'll yeah. go live just in case something happens. Yeah, go TikTok live. I know, we will. Be on there for hours, maybe two days. <laughs> <laughs> so if anybody's interested, to watch a two day episode. Sleep in the old cowboy camp. Over on Bear Flats, Beargrass Flats. Beargrass Flats. I hear about that place. Well, tell us about your stories that you hear. Yeah. 
Come on, Uncle Deli. <laughs> Listen here, young warriors. Oh. <laughs> Hold on, he's putting his reading glasses. He's gonna read. He's gonna read, read something from he's his phone. All these girls. <laughs> like, aunties, leave you alone. <laughs> So what stories have you heard? I think just people sleeping in cabins out there and they hear people walking around them or a cowboy pulls up and there's there's no um the cowboy kind of makes food in the morning and takes off but they don't know who he is. It's kind of like a stranger that rides around the area on a horseback. Yeah. yeah. Isn't it like that at Forest Street too, though? At the university? I think I heard something like that way, too. Hey, what about that story you heard from that? The other ranger? Yeah. All right. Okay, so some of y'all remember the episode on um, Destination Reservation when I was talking about the little people that stole eggs from my grandma's house, right? Um, me and a, and a ranger were talking, a game of fish ranger, we were talking, and he's listen to our podcast and he said hey did you really hear about those little people that really out there said, yeah they're in Calva and he said I'm gonna tell you a story and this happened recently I mean real recently within um, September and it was during a hunt that was going up in the mountains on here on that reservation he was telling me saying that he went to go check up on this guy that he knows that was uh, camping out by himself getting ready for the hunt, hunting season start and he was already hunting out camping out a week early he went to go check on the campsite and next thing you know he came across that guy that guy came rushing up to him in a vehicle to him hey don't go to my campsite say i just seen a bunch of little people they were tearing up my campsite they were tearing everything apart I just grabbed whatever I could, jumped in my truck, and took off. <laughs> he said, he went over there, and he found the campsite. He said, the tent's still there. Everything's still sitting there. He left it as is. And uh, He told me this happened a month ago, and he checked on it again within the next couple of days, and he did see everything was still there. And he walked around the campsite, said he's seen little footprints. I was thinking, damn. I tried to go look for this campsite in that area, but I couldn't find it. I need to get more details on where it was at. Let's see if we can tell you we can take off up there. Yep. That's three. That should be fun. Oh, we could go at night because Tino has a, Tino has some good glow-in-the-dark <laughs> spotting glasses. <laughs> I'm not going to sit by the door, though. <laughs> I'm, I'm sitting in the middle. I'll be bitch. I'm in the middle. I'm in the middle. You have to go skiing. <laughs> Man, the one in the middle, I was just dragged out of the car first. <laughs> Gets pulled off in the back. <laughs> I'll sit by the door then. <laughs> I'm going to walk. Hey, how'd that be? How'd you, how'd you guys feel if you did that? You're out just doing a solo hunt. Come back to your camp and see the little people through your camp I'll be kind of amazed and kind of scared at the same time you Tina 
don't know. I'll probably run the other way or start shooting at them right away. <laughs> Frank can see a lot of, once you start shooting, you see a lot of little arrows flying towards you. I think I would freak out and just start walking backwards slow to get out of there as fast as I can. I just want to know would any of us ever think about pulling up like pulling our camera or our cell phones out and start recording or we'll just freak out and just start taking off I think throughout the whole years of working at night we have never done that yeah, <laughs> yeah. we just freaked out we just got freaked out and took off that's what it that's true yeah, yeah. we never <laughs> thought about rec- we, we finally started talking about recording after it happened I don't know we should record it we should put this and that <laughs> I thought you were recording <laughs> The only place I won't go is either the lake or Celica at night. <laughs> Should have told me that in the first time. <laughs> I went off by myself. Yeah. And I told Daniel, no, I'll be okay. It'll be nothing. I'm like, let me go with you. <laughs> End up screaming on the radio. <laughs> uh, that was a fun night. I almost lost Barry that night. Yep, I almost got dragged off. But did that episode? Did, did, was that episode given to us? Yeah, it, it's still uh, no. It's we. I don't know. I haven't listened to the two episodes yet. It was given to us. Yeah, I, didn't, I, I didn't just listen. uploaded it. I didn't get the chance to listen to them too. If it's not downloaded on our new uh, podcast, uh, this uh, paranormal reservation, I'll tell you guys what happened. So I get a call and getting told to go check on a possible accident that's on the south side of the lake or St. Carlos Lake here and Daniel's sitting next to me we're chit-chatting talking up and he said hey should I go with you I told him no probably won't be nothing and if anybody knows where our lake's at St. Carlos Lake there's a dam called Coolidge Dam they told me it was probably five miles away from the away from the dam but east east from the dam so I told Daniel it'd be nothing I'll be, I'll be back in 20 minutes <laughs> <laughs> little did I know <laughs> so I started driving there get to the dam saying alright five miles from here I started going and I hate going through where that cliff area is at anybody knows where the cliff area is at well, yeah, you've probably seen all those ghosts standing on the side of the road so I just kept my eyes straight, fixed on the road, didn't bother looking to my left, didn't bother looking to my right. <laughs> kept on going. Now what do you know? I found a vehicle. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> but it didn't look like it was an accident because it was just tilted off to the side like it was just got, uh, was parked off to the shoulder. So I get out, look around first before I put both feet on the ground getting ready to jump back in if I need to look around no, nothing so I get out check on the vehicle nobody inside check for foot tracks I don't see no foot tracks check on the vehicle tires are okay um, vehicle is cold to the touch so okay it's been sitting there for a while uh, I think maybe whoever had the vehicle here maybe ran out of gas and they went to go get gas and be back in the morning so I get back into my vehicle, drive up the road, turn around, 
I found a place to turn around at, turned around, went back to the vehicle. Something told me to check on the vehicle again, so I checked on it. Checked on the vehicle one more time. Nothing. Then in my mind, something told me to turn back around. So I turned back around to where I first turned around the first time. <laughs> turned around, started coming down slowly. And I was getting ready to pass some mesquite trees. When I just seen this old man jump out in front of me, waving his hands and run back in the trees. I grabbed the radio, started calling out. <laughs> Someone just jumped in front of me. <laughs> Yeah, I got scared. I'll admit it. I got scared. <laughs> I put my vehicle in, in park, I think, and tell myself, I said, should I get out? Should I get out? I know this is where I'm going to die. I know that I'm going to die right here. <laughs> so I got out, looking at that mesquite, and we dropped down to a ditch. I was like, ah, oh, should I walk over there? Should I walk over there? <laughs> Started walking up. Uh, good thing I did. And there's an elderly couple that was down the bottom of the ditch. Said they've been down, been down there for since the sun went down there out looking for wood, and their vehicle rolled away from them. And they just, uh, lady was paralyzed, and she was um, wheelchair, come uh, confined to a wheelchair, and. Yeah, whatever it was that told me to turn around, it was for a good reason. That scared the shit out of me, though. <laughs> for sure, a corny lady just screamed at the radio. Yeah. <laughs> sure, what did you think when you heard me? Caught me off guard. Because <laughs> I did he really scream? <laughs> I go, no, that's fair. You don't scream. <laughs> he don't get scared. <laughs> I thought to me, I was like, damn, whatever scared her, really scared her. <laughs> I was like, no, I'm not going out there. <laughs> he got scared, I'm going to get scared. We'll go with his daylight. <laughs> we'll find him. We'll call DPS and everybody going that way. <laughs> so I did, I heard just screaming. I put, my, I put my truck in drive, I was like, wait, what am I doing? <laughs> Shit, very scream, I'm not going to go out there. <laughs> bright light right here. <laughs> <laughs> well, your, your story is about the lake. I see everybody still to this day report of uh, something running down the wash behind the store. Um, behind the store. Um, they say it's yelling at nighttime. It walks through the area at night and it walks back up again. Mm. Mostly, it seems like it's kind of like happens like once a year yeah something walks down the wash or something's living out there they don't know what it is but they say that it walks at nighttime and it walks through the neighborhood i always wonder about it wish i could i wish i had that trailer i should live in <laughs> <laughs> you hear anything no i've never heard anything i was beat up i had too much adult as well <laughs> <laughs> Hey, leave my leave my cough syrup alone. My toes kind of hurting too. Oh, you need some cough syrup? <laughs> uh, remember that time we had to go pick up you know, the, a car 
one of our coworkers was broke down halfway we don't know how they got out there but on the way back we came back and we stopped at the junction on top and there was something big looking at us oh no shit I forgot about that man I did forget about that yeah Yeah. where's this at right there the old highway 70 the road from Globe to the lake yeah we parked right on top got off at the the night vision looked around there was something big standing there not too far from us dang we just kind of act normal as a kid as well. Yeah. Let's start running. Let's go. Because <laughs> I didn't see it till you told me that. And I had to think of it. Damn. Was it like that same thing when we were chasing that vehicle up towards um, yeah, Hilltop? Yeah, similar to that, too. Shoot. Man, me and Daniel were out pursuing a vehicle and heading off into the mountains. Uh, we were probably maybe half a mile behind it. Actually, you know, I just happened to look off to the right. At the same time, I guess Daniel looked off to the right. He gets on the radio. Did you see that? <laughs> I always saw something big and tall standing there looking at us. And we're like, holy shit. Yep, let's, let's not go any further. Let's turn around. Whatever it was, it was tall, though. I would say, yeah, it's the same thing, similar to what we've both seen at the lake. Yeah. What about you? You have any, like, personal stories? Anything happen here at the lake? This one game, well, I was um, fishing there one time, and I had a lot of people in the back of my truck, and it was getting dark. So, they all piled up in my truck, and we're leaving the area, and we stopped and talked. At the hill when we're going about to hit the main road, and they all started screaming and yelling at me to go. So I took off from there. I didn't know why. So they stopped about five miles down the road, and they tell me that there was a, a hairy creature, creature that ran after them. It was running towards the truck. I'm about to grab the tailgate and I took off. So that was the only time and. I don't know, we used to go fishing there at nighttime and something always used to take our bait from us. Like I hear a loud splash in the middle of the, the lake. Yeah. And you go check it out, go walk towards that way. By the time you come back, all your bait and everything is gone. Dang. So we don't know what had taken it. But the little people. Or the little people. But we always hear all kinds of stories about the area. Especially um. Like music, crown dancer music coming from the the hills, or you know, you hear the bells through the mountains in the area. Yeah. Um, you always hear something that happens. That place is a little old. I never found out where the where the old buildings were though. Oh, St. Garza's. Yeah. I could take you there. I found them. Found them. Yeah. Isn't there a, a boarding school there? Yeah, there's a uh, ruins uh, laid out from the the, the foundation. That'd be nice to go out there and look around. I found um, old shell casings. Really? Yeah. Yeah, we should go out there. You better look around there. I think we should. Yeah. Bring another detective. Yeah.
That'll be fun. Shoot, I remember one of our late cousins, remember? Um, well, we don't, we're not supposed to, in our tradition, we're not supposed to say anybody's name, so I'm not going to say a name, but he passed on years ago. I remember when we were teenagers, he said he was out there in the old St. Carlos area, and this was when the lake was full, and they're out there swimming, having a good time, and next time they see this chest just pop up out of nowhere. And inside that chest, they found an old soldier's suit and the, that sword that the that higher-up commanders would, would wear. I've been getting lately at night. I've been getting reports of a small boy running around the area toward Mesquite. Have you heard anything? No, I haven't heard nothing yet. Every time I drive through there, tenants read me down. Always say they always see a small boy running around there. And I think somebody gave it or gave him a name. <laughs> I can't remember what the name was. But somebody gave that little boy a name. And they can't seem to get a like close close look up at this little boy. Yeah. They always see a shadow figure of it. They never see what he looks like. Oh yeah? Yeah. I've been getting reports about that out there. I heard of reports about that, but they always can't see her face. Like blurry or like too dark or just it's just a shadow and it runs off. Shoot. Remember the old hospital? The, that landing pad. Remember <laughs> that one time we were going to a call on Tubestone, and I, I stopped at the red the stop sign. Then I looked over to the building. I shined my light, turned it off, turned it back on. Never. I told you I seen somebody standing <laughs> at that glass one, glass door, and you said the same thing too. <laughs> Yo. You know what? Ever since they tore down the old hospital, we're always here. We're starting to hear something. Knocking on our walls. Late at night, after after two, all you hear is, and it's not a real light. It's a real. Like getting your attention. Yeah, and it's always on the wall where our, our bedroom's at. What did you do the first time you heard it? I just laid there. I said, uh, "Should I get up and look?" <laughs> And like, no, I'm gonna lay right here. <laughs> but a couple of nights we heard it, same thing, about the same time. Kind of, kind of scared my lady, and she she heard it and she told me and said, "Don't ever get up and look." <laughs> you know me, I'm the one that get up and start looking around. Don't leave me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, you'll be okay. Logan's right here. <laughs> you guys know how how something, especially during the winter time, how something walks from airport to Indian Hills to White Rock to Route Six. You guys remember that during the winter time? It's like that because all the dogs start crying. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Last week I was parked out there in front of the. Well, near Tuba Stone, I was parked right there. And there's this guy, he usually walks a little after 
three thirty, between three thirty and four. There's a guy that always walks walks past me. And I talk to him every once in a while. He tells me he's going to his relative's house down the road. So just one one night he kept walking up towards me and he looked freaked out. And he starts talking to Apache me Apache to me. Like real quick, I was like, you need to slow down. I said, You need to slow down and he starts like he goes, man, he goes, can you give me a ride? I go, where? He goes, down there. I don't feel like walking. I go, yeah, I don't see no issue with it. It's just down the road. So he stands there, and he's like, hesitant to give me, give me a ride. I was like, do you need a ride? Or what's going on? He goes, and he tells me to patch you. Like, you've been doing this for a long time. You always park here. Or I see you park here. You guys work this area a lot. Do you hear anything? I go, you need to explain to me what do you mean hear anything? He goes, does something walk through here? I go, yeah. It's especially during the winter time. I said, during the winter time, something walks through here. I said, I don't know what it is. I said, it starts from the mountains. I said, it comes down to Airport 79, Indian Hills, White Rock, down to Route 6. I said, it takes, it walks in the wash. Out the way for the community. I said, I said, I know that because the dogs cried one direction. I said, a couple hours later, it walks back because the dogs are crying in another direction. So he gets quiet. He goes, I seen it. I stopped. I was like, What? He goes, I seen it. I go, How'd you see it? Yeah, I know where he lives at. Yeah. He lives in one of those areas where what I mentioned. He goes, I was walking. He said, followed me. He goes, so, uh, he's like, it followed me from one dark area until I got into the light. And it stopped following me. He goes, it stood there and watched me in the, in the light. He goes, I seen it. He goes, I need a ride. He goes, I'm not walking that way no more. <laughs> he was freaking out. I was like, dang, I was like, actually, like, what is it? He goes, I don't want to tell you because it's not, it, it's not meant for you to be seen. He goes, for some reason, it wants me to see it. He goes, it followed me. I go, can you just like, tell me what? <laughs> what is this? I go, I'm curious. I say, I always hear the dogs crying every winter. I say, I know something walks through there. I say, I just don't know what it is. He goes, yeah, he goes, I see it though. He goes, hopefully that's the last time I see it. And to this day, I have not seen it yet. Okay. I have not seen him like ever since after three thirty or four. I drive around trying looking for him. I have not seen him yet. So whatever he seen, freaked him out. You can stop walking around at night now. Yep. I heard the same story, but they always say it's a half man, half horse around the area. Runs through the wash and runs through the area. And I have people come up to me and say, "Yeah, it comes around here at nighttime." It walks through the neighborhood and takes off again. You remember one of our former employees got a call like that? And he see it on the side of the hill? Yeah, that's where they chased it up the hill and um, they got real close to it, but it took off again. <coughs> I remember he was telling me, the former employee of us, man, worked one shift with him. He was just telling me like, how we are, telling stories, ghost stories, all that. And you do believe half man, half horse? I go, yeah, I, I believe it. I said, especially uh, coming out of Calva. 
I say hear that a lot through Calva. He goes, I see that. I go, life? You probably just get a horse. He goes, no. <laughs> then he got pissed off. He goes, no. I was like, damn, okay. <laughs> he goes, I see that. He goes, in the area of Tempestone. He goes, they get called there for for unknown thing, creature but that has a body of horse. He goes, so we go over there. He goes, we see it running behind houses, so we start going after it. He goes, and it comes up the side of the hills, and we see the half man, half horse. He goes, we see it. It like the rest of it ran over the hill. And I stopped. I was like, damn, I said, I, said, I don't know what I would do if I should see that person. But I do hear a lot of stories out of Calva about that half man, half horse. Especially uh, with that train that goes through. Yeah. I heard they got chased by that already. Yeah. Yeah. Remember we talked to those conductors? Yeah. That's when we're dealing with the uh, accident that happened on the on the road tracks, huh? Yeah. When we asked that conductor, "Hey, do you ever see anything crazy on the on the road tracks between here and Bailes?" And that's when he tells us, "Yeah, so was it one night we we're going through and something started throwing rocks at the the cab where they were at. So one decides to get a walk out with a spotlight." sees first all he sees the horse legs that are running after him and then shine it and seeing that man these were half horses and half men (laughs) (laughs) that's not the only time too i had one of my aunts tell me uh, out there in calma there's houses that that used to be there but they're all torn down now um just called old and nobody took care of them they all came apart she was telling me, she said, she was over there sleeping at her cousin's house, and they slept outside. And so one night she's heard, like, something hitting the, the door of the house. And she's thinking, that don't sound like a person knocking on the door. And just kept on, like, stomping on it. And said, she was... She was laying there on the on her cot outside looks up sees a half man half half horse he'll rear up two front hooves will hit the front door then go back down all fours after a while he just walked away what would you do if you guys see that you guys get called for Welfare check. You can see half man, half horse. Sean, I'll be amazed. Because mm-hmm. I like uh, reading up on that, especially uh, all the different uh, mythologies, Greek mythology, um, the Egyptians, Aztecs, Mayans. I like reading up on all that. You get to know all the different... Um, stuff out there the Vikings so <laughs> see a centaur <laughs> <laughs> bro can you turn me into one like you I'll teach you our ways <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> be riding him all the way to the detention there. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, what, what would you guys do if you guys got dragged off a Bigfoot the next day you woke up naked? I wouldn't tell nobody. <laughs> Here? Same thing. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, we had loud encounters already, but we never uh, got close enough. Yeah. You ever were coming back from Bylas to St. Carlos? And I see the family on the side of your road entrance to Porcupine? Yeah. I forgot about that. I started talking about that. We were coming back from Bylas in the early mornings. I can't remember if we had some kind of incident that happened out there. That he had Tino in front of me driving. And Ryan, he came up to turn off the Puntipine Junction by that stop sign. I see the family of Bigfoot standing there. I see three of them standing there. Oh, yeah. I remember you telling me about that. I didn't even say anything until later on to this guy because I didn't want to stop and look at him. Most likely, I will turn around and go look at it. But, yeah, there's been a lot of reports in the area. Reports of Bigfoot walking around over there and throwing rocks at cars driving by and you get off and go look around in the wash. It's like that time you told me that, remember you said that you hit something or it got dragged off? Oh, yeah. yeah. You ever that? Yeah. What happened to the pictures? Don't know. It's been so long time. It's been a long time ago. <laughs> so, we did find footprints in the wash, though. Did you guys hear that? Uncle Deadly got actual pictures of Bigfoot. <laughs> <laughs> we have plenty of people to confirm it. We actually found prints of Bigfoot after it hit something or something got hit there I want to say that one of its own got hit you think probably probably, did, yeah. probably just dragged it off either to bury it or try to make it get better mm-hmm. that person said they hit a bear but I don't think it was a bear I think they hit whatever I know years back my dad was telling me he got a shift one morning he goes hey we just got a weird call out by Calva. I go, what is it? He goes, this guy said he hit a bear off by 70 and, and turned off the Calva Junction. He goes, but I don't think it was a bear. He goes, the guy said it was a bear, but the lady said it was standing at two feet. <laughs> he goes, so I think they hit Bigfoot by the entrance right there. And he goes, the damage to their car was like really bad. Yeah. Like a bear wouldn't have done that. He goes, but something else did that. Something else bigger. Yeah. He said the guy said that it was a bear. He told the lady that she didn't know, but that lady said I know what Bigfoot is. And he goes, she goes, it was Bigfoot because it stood up at two feet. And she goes, it don't, it don't. And he goes, they don't think anything happened to it. Mm-hmm. It just got bumped and it ran off towards the, the wash, towards the river. Like Harry and the Hendersons. I know that was a good movie. Man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I showed that movie to my son, man. <laughs> Harry Nansen damaged all to the vehicle, but he just ended up taking a nap. We should go to Punapai and watch that movie out there. Shoot, go watch it. Calva. She liked that time. I wanted yeah. to go check on my grandma. And I stopped the entrance. That was when I used to smoke cigarettes. I stopped there and 
decided to have a cigarette. I don't know why I stopped right there in the middle of the night. <laughs> <laughs> Nicotine craving, huh? Yeah, you know, got out, smoked a cigarette. Heard something yelling down, down, down by the river. Heard some rocks come tumbling down from the, the hillside beside me. Look up, I seen something stand up, and I swear to God, saw something stand up on two legs, stand there, then took off running. I mean, it just took off fast too, running in the dark, no lights. I jumped back in my vehicle and started shining my spotlight to see if I could see it. If it was running the rail tracks, nothing. Cowboy like the place to be, man. We need to go out there. I know our brothers and said they out there were younger. Yeah. They're going to Southern States. Like this past year, Grandma's house were being posted to Southern States. He goes, look, look at the, look at the top of the hill. And look at the top of the hill. But then I got his flashlight out. I was here with big red eyes looking at us at the top of the hill. And from the moon. Yeah. The flashlight, you can tell it's tall, man, standing there. And his brother just watching it. We seen it. Yeah. We watching it and it walks off suddenly. Man, you said her big red eyes. When I used to go out there go check on my grandma, I used to shine my, my spotlight on the hillside. I always see at the top, very top of the hills, red glowing eyes. It's like, huh, okay. <laughs> and just keep on going. Have you guys ever seen a person have red eyes? Like, you know, like the cat eyes, they have a reflection to it. You take a picture? No. But no. Have you ever seen that? Like, um, driving through the neighborhood and you pass a guy, look up, and he looks up at you and has, like... The red, red glow? Yeah, the red glow. No, I haven't. I think, I want to say yes, I, I have. Yeah, coming down from Forestry, going up to Forestry. Yeah. Guy was walking along the road and he looked up at me and his eyes was like, it reminded me of, uh, you know, red eyes reflecting. But that was kind of weird. i never seen that before. I want to say I've seen it some, in, in Peridot area, probably Moonbase. Mm -hmm. Oh, I talk about Moonbase, man. That Little girl started to cry again the moon base. Oh, yeah? She started to cry for her mom again. She was, Timmy heard it the other morning. Yeah. Heard her. Yeah. All you hear in the distance is, Mom! Mom! And this is like after three in the morning. Yeah. Tell Timmy, I was like, man, that girl's back, that little girl's back, that ghost girl's back. <laughs> it's all you hear in the distance and the dog started crying away. Starts crying. And then it's time for me and Tino to come back to graveyard. Yeah, we gotta go back to graveyard. You guys need to come back to graveyard. I have nobody to kick back with to go do all these fun adventures. And adventures. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just me by myself. And if I go, I don't want to be dragged up by myself. Nobody's not gonna know where I'm at. Chasing crown dancers again. <laughs> Chasing crown dancers, Bigfoot, shadow people, yeah. little people. Chasing all that. Hi everybody. Hope you enjoy our new podcast. We'll be continuing on. We're trying to do it, put a recording up every um, every week. We're going to keep it our, our weekly thing. But it's myself, Barry, and 
Uncle Tito! <laughs> <laughs> and Daniel. Shit. We'll keep this going. Yeah, thank you everybody for tuning back again. I know a lot of people uh, looked us up on our social medias and didn't find us. All right, everybody. You guys be safe. And remember, uh, look us up, our social medias, uh, TikTok, uh, Instagram, Facebook. It's all on their Paranormal Reservation. Also, you can message us if you have any stories that you guys want us to read. We'll read it. Uh, uh, anything else, Dan? Uh, what did I think of right now? Um, oh, yeah, we have. We do have an email, too, on Gmail. Uh, ParanormalReservation at gmail.com. Uh, send us uh, stories. Send us stories. You guys will have anything interesting you want to, to share? Let us know. All right, everybody. Take it easy. Stay safe. Keep your eyes open.